Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Intimate with TV's Jerry. I am the not-fired Radio's Ryan, and uh, thankful that Jerry kept me around after the last go-around, but a big, big get today. Jerry sits down with Eddie Radosevich, the one, the only, the man who was my vote for Influencer of the Year with 405 Mag. They get into everything, Eddie's upbringing, the Joe Mixon stuff. Yeah, taboo everywhere else, not here on this podcast. They even talk a little uh, where they were when the Russell Westbrook extension happened, why Eddie goes so hard at some fellow media members, all the fun stuff. Jerry really digs, 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 and I begged Jerry, please never again make us picture you uh, making love to anyone, honestly. So thankfully, Jerry heeded that advice and just asked Eddie about his love life. So that comes for you as well. But first, we have to pay the bills. Shout out to New Balance of Edmund. New Balance of Edmund, the sponsor for the Franchise Podcast Network. The most comfortable shoes. Head up to the New Balance of Edmund. They've got this great machine. They will analyze your feet. They have all the fits, and they want to make sure they find the shoe that is best for you. Head up to New Balance of Edmund. Everyone around the station is rocking them, and I am quite jealous because they look fly and comfy as hell. But let's get into it. The ever-professional TV's Jerry with Eddie Radosevich. He made sure to leave some uh, audio issues for me to clean up. Don't worry. We got that rolling and one of the best interviews we've had yet. So... Tune in, make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, like, retweet, all that lovely stuff everywhere you get your podcasts. This is Intimate with TV's Jerry. Do you love sports, entertainment, and everything else the mind wanders too late at night while you're alone? No, not that. Jerry Ramsey interviews all the newsmakers, heartbreakers, and playmakers here on Intimate with TV's Jerry on the Franchise Podcast Network. All right, so listen, one of my big pet peeves is uh, how do you check a microphone? How, how do you, whenever you get on a microphone, how do you check a microphone? Usually it's just talking, isn't it? It's one, a, two, three, one, two, okay. three, until I am told, shut up. Okes so here's, here's what I learned. This is, my, this is my new thing. This is my big thing is that I'm trying. ABCs or something? No, I'm trying to teach these kids that come in here, right. you know, because we have like 50 interns right. and they all hand them to me. Uh, just talk, like say what you had for breakfast or just because how many times are you going to get into a conversation with somebody and you just break down and go, check, 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 one, two, one, two, five, two, six. Like how does that ever happen? It never happens. You just bring people in though, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but that's why I said, I always get anyone who's been in broadcasting for any amount of time, you should know better than to go check one, check two. Seven. Don't usually just count it in one two three one two three, which is fine. One, two, three, and I know where you got that from. I think uh, I think it's more TV stuff. I think Dean Blevins does that, and I can and I can see I and, and from afar. And you and I haven't talked that much. I can tell that Blevins is a big influence of yours. Uh huh. So that's uh-huh. I could see where you would bring it in like that. You and I have a better relationship than we used to. Really? That's a, so that we were progressing. Okay. 
That's and that's you know what, and that's all you can ask for. The BLC together, we might as well. <laughs> that is an excellent point. Let me bring this in real quick. It is Intimate with TV's Jerry. Uh, you're welcome. Remember Intimate with TV's Jerry and all the podcasts on the uh, Franchise Network. Brought to you by New Balance of Edmund. New Balance of Edmund. Uh, damn, your feet feel good. All right, that's not the actual thing. You got the new. Oh, look at you rocking the New Balance, balance too. Right now. That's nice, right nice. That's a that's, that's good. Is it because of Kawhi Leonard? Uh, somewhat, yeah. Okay. I'm a big Raptors guy, big Toronto guy. Nice. Uh, you know, back in the day, I was rocking the New Balance way, be- way before this thing I happened. I have a feeling that you were rocking the New Balance way before I was. I think it has something to do with having five kids, but, you know, whatever. Comfortable shoe, though. The shoe for the father of five. And then they, now they sort of changed it and they want to be more hip, but, yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, all right, so the BLC. This is a great way to. This is a great way to come in. I was never privy to what BLC stood for. So sure, I went to look, and uh, of course, I went to Urban Dictionary, and it was big Latin. And I, you can. Cut. I was going to sing long. I was going <laughs> to think long. It was Latin. My, yeah, that's, that's which is kind of an oxymoron, isn't it? <laughs> nice, I like how you did that there. I, some of them are half. Uh, what you call it? Sure. Yeah. It, sure. You know, it, it just depends on what side of the tracks you're on. <laughs> you grew up on the north side or the south side, type thing. Absolutely. So whenever I looked at that and I said, "Oh my gosh," I you know, well, I I didn't know. That Why was, would he be putting that out there? Is probably the first thought. I well, and I like I said, knowing you and knowing how you can, yeah, I seriously is like, there's there's a deeper meaning to this because I put it on all the OKC talk. Instagram pages. <laughs> I put it on uh, mostly anything that has to do with downtown Oklahoma City. BLC. Big League City. Okay. There. Now I feel So better. now you know. And I, I think the mayor even jumped in on that. Yes. That's how I, listen, that's how I know that I did something incredibly wrong. <laughs> you got on to me or whatever. You uh, commented yeah. on something. And the mayor. So when you have those two guys, like, dude, come on. That's two Panthers. That is, <laughs> two PC North Panthers. Which I, I have a, I have a weird relationship with the panthers do you yeah i do why uh had a, a fiance oh that was a putnam she was a panther she was a putnam city-esque i think she was an original oh well then okay that's that's south of north's expressway we barely even travel over there so my parents wouldn't let me go over there by myself in high school so she's an original i never heard anything good about pc West. sure right well no and oh, pc it, west either okay that's so, that's even further south so you were pc north north okay was she PC original or PC? I grew up on the privileged streets of 122nd and Rockwell. <laughs> Do you claim Edmund at all? Uh, no, not really. Okay. Because I grew up in Northwest Oklahoma City. Because it's, it is close, though. Yes. And I what really gets on my nerves, and I'm an Edmundite, mm-hmm. are people in that area that mm-hmm. claim Edmund? Now, is Deer Creek part of Edmund? No, it is not. And that's why they freaking call it Deer Creek. Yeah. No, you are not. You get to come into our city, and thank you for spending your money in our city, right? In Edmond, but I've no. always wondered, like, does the Tulsa TV stations? Because you know they put Edmond Deer Creek as the yeah, 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 yeah. quote yeah, unquote yeah. like area. Yeah. yeah. So I, I've never known if that's considered. I think a lot of people consider that Edmond. Uh, well, and those people are wrong. Well, I, that's that's probably true. And I've met those people, and yes, they try to be Edmond people. Yeah. They're not. You you can tell too much money. You can tell they're Deer Creekish. Too much money is, is how you is how you would consider that. I think. So I I'm not yeah I'm not the biggest fan of Deer Creek either. We used to go out to Deer Creek like in high school, and that's when in Deer Creek there was nothing oh, out God. there. there, there like, like you could drive out from my house on 122nd and Rockwell where I grew up. You could drive out there and be in the country. You know, once you got past Memorial, yeah, like two minutes. Yes, there was nothing out there, and it's it's just crazy how big Oklahoma City's gotten. And hence the BLC. There you go for the big league city and kind of 
everything that has grown out to be Oklahoma City. Uh, Edmond, and, and I'll tell you something about Edmond. Whenever we went there, it was exactly what I wanted. There was no, yeah. nobody there and nothing there. It yeah. was great. You're like out in the country by yourself. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it looks like Norman. You get out to 200th or 220th or whatever those streets are now. It's like, that's the middle of the city. I'm like, why is there two Buffalo? And there's not anymore. Thank God they got rid of one. Uh, why oh, yeah. Two- I know exactly what you're talking about. Why are there two Buffalo Wild Wings now? There only needs to be one. And one Buffalo a- Wing Town. And it needed to be in the city and not bringing in all those uh, traffickers. The riffraff? Well, I-35 is the true human trafficking yeah. uh, highway. You know sure. this. Yeah. So great. Now, you know, everybody wants to have some Asian zing. And so you got to, you know, get all the prisoners out and bring them into Edmond and once again, we appreciate the Maybe money. that's a euphemism. Their tax The money. Asian zing. <laughs> and you bring them in, and uh, next thing you know, you know, you have, uh, you have these people in. It is crazy how much that, that area is, especially around the university. I'm sure Central Oklahoma has done a lot for it. But, yeah. I mean, it wasn't too long ago that they were talking about east side of 35 yeah. being like the up and coming and they grow the was it the fourth high school out there or they're trying to build the fourth high school out there yeah already putting up the, the elementary schools and it's stuff crazy yeah. especially like r- around uh is that river oaks and that golf course and all that kind of stuff out there that's it's insane how big that side of the town's got i just it's rid- and now people are moving out to piedmont and i know i'm not there yet no i think that i i do think that uh you know the the one area that I think from an athletic standpoint, that could be a big, big area is Choctaw. I Sounds agree. like Choctaw is about to be. They have a couple of kids that in like, and this is recruiting, but like 2022, 2023 classes that it's it's coming. I think that that could be the, the side of the west side of the state that grows the most. Well, OK. And the dumbest damn thing they did was split up Edmond. Yeah. Because no. and Ed- Choctaw is going to stay. It was one town. Well, Mustang's doing the same. Mustang. See, I thought that Mustang was going to be the next big thing. I did too. I, I five years ago, I would have told you that Mustang was going to be the school that brought everybody. Yes, not down, but brought down the East Side schools yes. when it comes to football. And just it went wrong there. I, I think Edmund, there's a lot of politics out there. Well, former Edmund North uh, coach, and so yeah, yeah Don yeah, Beck was over right. there, and then he. Uh, yep. I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to sit here and claim that I know what happened, but I think there's a lot of politics. But a ton of stuff. With, you know, he brought over to, to Mustang. I thought Edmund Norton no, was yeah. on its way up. And I agree. Next I agree. thing you know. Wow. It's just, and I, if you're going to compete with those schools, I mean, you got to have a football program. It, we could do podcasts. We could do a mini series on how to build a football program. Aren't we just going to whine, though, because we're on the west side of the state? That's what we're supposed to do. I mean, that's that's. But it's I, basketball season, so we're going to win that, so we're good. <laughs> Yes, I have so much respect for like the East Side schools and how they operate. The grew up hating Jinx, got to know Alan Trimble, got to know how they operate, and it's like I have a tremendous amount of respect for him. Small Kirk Frederick up there, everybody up there. It's small college, Broken Arrow. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, it is. It is. But I, I to this day, I will, I will stand on this hill and I will die on this hill. You have to have football programs have to be built from the grade school up. Yeah, and all had to run the same system. All absolutely, and communications. Uh, yeah, when we when it obviously helped that we had Sam Bradford, and it obviously helped that we had you know guys like Deji Kareem and Kenny Brown, and all the guys that I played football with in high school. But we all grew up around the same thing, playing with each other from you know grade school to middle school, and then once we got to high school, it just it does mean more yeah. when you grow up doing that around you know your brothers or your guys or whoever. And like I said, or sisters. Edmund North tried to do this. I remember Sequoia. By the way, mm-hmm. Sequoia, the uh, home of Kelly Gregg. Yes. Uh, he still has. I remember playing Sequoia in high school. All his plots. Or in middle school. In middle school. But Sequoia was running the same system as Edmund North. Yeah. Edmund, and it was all working. No, it and was. Dombat goes to Mustang. It all goes to hell again. Well. Yeah. 
That's how Good luck getting it back on track. <laughs> it's probably not. Your kids will get it back on track in the Edmonds School oh, District. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, Miles. There you go. Yeah, four-year-old sure. Miles. Oh, he'll well, he has a couple years left. Uh, Miles is golfy. Don't make any, don't any, make any mistake about it. I don't. That's good parenting is what that yes, is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You get to go is. play with him and you get to yeah. get his money when he turns 18? Is it 18? Well, Or I mean, 20? It all depends on what trust you put it in. That's true. I, I've been through this before, so it's... <laughs> See, I, I didn't grow up privileged enough to have the trust fund, but yeah. I know that you Edmund folks do, so... Well, we had a tiny trust. It was cute. Yeah, it was, it was exactly. Cute, we called it a cute trust. Uh-huh, it wasn't, uh-huh. It wasn't great, so... Uh, Eddie Rodolphus joining me. Uh, this is going to be fun, Eddie. And look, we've already done it. I already kind of got into some football stuff, kind of got into some recruiting stuff just a little bit. Here's what I've always wanted to know, and I think our listeners want to know. Where the hell did you come from? Well, <laughs> so uh, here's what I you know. want me to start from the beginning. Here's what okay, we'll we'll, we'll lead you along. We'll push okay. you along here. Okay, here's what I know about you, mm-hmm. just from afar. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you are passionate about the University of Oklahoma. Yeah, okay. I think you can say that. And then everything that leads to it, you mm-hmm. love covering. It's not just football. You do a hell of a job on mm-hmm. football. You're you know right there on the baseline in basketball, getting all the footage yeah. and all the stuff. Uh, but you'll go cover track and field if you had to. You'll go travel, mm, whatever. Oh, I don't know about that. Not anymore? Okay. <laughs> I used to. Yes. What? Where did the passion for sports, where did the passion for the Sooners, Yeah. where does that start? Uh, probably the way I was raised, honestly. Uh, you know, my parents are season ticket holders, so we went to, grew up going to all the football games. Uh, you know, I by the time we got to high school, uh, we would go to all the away games, whether it be, you know, with my parents or with... Uh, you know, friends, families, and stuff. So, uh, kind of grew up around it. Cousin played down there. Uh, uncle played down there. It just kind of was a way of life. It was like, it, it's it's so cliche, but yeah. Saturdays during the fall, you go to Oklahoma football games in my family, and that's kind of the way it it like everything is circulated around going to Oklahoma sporting events, or whether it be you know, I remember going to the all college and stuff when I was growing up, or the basketball games. And, you know, I think that it just kind of got lucky in that when I graduated from OU, uh, you know, Kerry Murdoch and those guys with Sooner Scoop were going to expand. Him and Josh McQuishan owned the site. Uh, I worked for Jeremy Crabtree during college, like recruiting phone calls, because I knew that I was never going to be a nine to five guy. I was never going to be the guy that went and did the <laughs> office job. It just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. And uh, just kind of fell backwards into it like a lot of people. And kind of took advantage of it, took advantage of opportunities that presented to myself, uh, you know, whether it be through the, you know, Gaylord College, through OU, uh, whether it be, you know, meeting and networking people in ESPN or getting to know Carrie and kind of formulating that bond with uh, guys that were on the beat with Oklahoma, yeah. whether it be Garen Emig or, uh, you know, John Shin, who used to work for the transcript. Uh, it just kind of, I don't know. I now that you sit and look at it and talk about it, yeah, right? it's like it, it's it's kind of weird how it all came together. Because if you would have told eight year old Eddie Radosvich that he was going to cover OU and uh, you know work for a radio station in Oklahoma City, I, that probably would have been the dream job. Like, I, I there's a lot of there a lot of people come up to me and talk about you know what's your long term goal as far as like don't you want to go work for a national website or for a national radio station? And I always say like. I'm doing what I've always wanted to do. Like what I grew up wanting to do, I'm doing right now. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally, I totally trust me. I Which is that. insane to think about. Like yeah. I, and especially with the way that media's grown in a way. Like I always thought when I, when I entered college at OU, I thought I wanted to work in Bristol. I wanted to work 
in Charlotte at sure. ESPNU and and do the the sports casting thing and quickly realized that I don't know if I wanted to do that. Like well, wanted to do the and I have tremendous respect for Dylan and Nate and those guys that do the TV stuff. Channel Four. I just don't think that I could do it. Well, and then listen, I think Russell Westbrook said this, and I think it's funny because you're kind of saying what he's saying. There's no such thing as small market anymore. Yeah. There's, I mean, yes, there is, and you look no, at yeah. that and whatever, and uh, the amount of money, like the amount of money you can make, you can make tons more sure. other places, but also the cost of living is tons more sure. other places. The competition Absolutely. is a lot. It's it's easy to, in Oklahoma, I mean, you've set bases, and I, I told you, yeah. I get it. I set bases. You're here. Yeah. What can't you do? Yeah. And that's kind of the deal. What well, can't you do? Especially right with now? the platform that, you know, in a way that Oklahoma football offers, just. Yeah. As a as a whole, I know that you know obviously with the NBA here and uh, the Thunder, things have changed over the last ten fifteen years. But at the same time, there's still one king in in Oklahoma yeah. when everything's going well, and that's Oklahoma football. Absolutely. I have a, a serious question mm-hmm. for you, real quick, and then we'll fuck around here in a little bit. But okay. I have a serious question: Can you be a fan and cover a team? I think that today more than ever, I don't necessarily think of myself as. I guess I would start with by saying I don't think of myself as an Oklahoma football fan as much as I used to. Yep. Uh, do is it is it good when Oklahoma plays well? Fuck yeah, it is. It's great for business. Yes. It's awesome for business when they go win a national championship or play in a college football playoff. Like the last three, four, five years, I don't think it's been. It, it hasn't ever been better covering Oklahoma football just from it's a standpoint of been pretty good from a podcast standpoint. Yep. Our podcast has taken off. Uh, from a business standpoint, with Sooner Scoop, we've grown enough. I mean, Bob Prusbill works for us now. Yep, it works with us. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's it's been great, and I think that in a way, like, I think it. I don't want to say that I care more than Jason Kersey or I care more than Ryan Aber or whoever, but I do think that it helps that I have somewhat of a connection back to Oklahoma football. Uh, you know, I, I do think that I can in a way, I guess, level with fans more because I understand where they're coming from in a way. Does that make sense? It does. Here, I'll, I'll tell you how I feel about it. They, but they, everybody out there has their, not biases, or they, they, everybody out there, whether you're covering the Thunder or whether you're covering the Dallas Cowboys or whoever, yeah. you grew up a fan of sports. That's why we're doing this. And that's the hard thing with me is is that, uh, and I, lo- I love NBA basketball, mm-hmm. okay? And I, I, I was a Detroit Piston fan mm-hmm. for years. Obviously, when the Thunder rolled around, the pride in Oklahoma City, sure. you, you know, you love the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. Uh, it's hard for me to be a fan, though, uh, because I'm looking at it, and I, sometimes I don't necessarily like who's playing on the team, yeah. or I don't like who's operating certain things. Yeah. Right? I'm sure the same is with OU For football. Sure. And you're thinking to yourself, well, you know, that guy wasn't such a jerk. or yeah. it, You know, uh, Mixon, all right? Joe Mixon was yeah. the big thing for me. Yeah. I grew up an Oklahoma football fan just like you did, yeah. right? Just like everyone around here did. Sure. Covering OU during the Mixon years was hard because it really blurred the lines. And I'm not going to you know, give mm-hmm. you a hot take of what mm-hmm. was right and what was wrong. Well, I think everybody has a like mind on what should have happened yeah, probably but so now you end up covering team and you're having to say both good and bad things yeah. about this thing that you loved growing up as a kid so it, it almost it you die a little i know i'm being real bleak about no this, yeah but you die a little bit inside because that's your job now is to lift up this team that maybe you don't sure. necessarily agree and that taste never really got out of my mouth. Every single year, there's something, and I shake my head, yeah. and I'm just like, man, this it sucks. Was, it was really tough, and I, I think that there was a lot of people that 
even what was that like a year and a half before the video came out yeah like i was there the day that it that they showed it at uh, the cleveland county uh event center or whatever oh, it, was it was like it was like a damn sat test and but people <laughs> like didn't want to believe that that yep. that he hit her and you know it was it was rough just from a standpoint of thinking what they were going to do and that, were they going to kick him off and then when they didn't like I I think that that was one of the major reasons why Bob isn't a head coach anymore yeah. in college football is because of that experience and all the recruiting stuff. I think was probably a weight on him larger than it was the mix and stuff. But he was never able to separate himself from. I think that they truly felt like they were helping him as opposed to you kick him out of school and then who knows what happens. And you know, to this day. Joe Mixon's one of the, like the nicest kids that I covered. Yeah. And I I met him in Chicago at the five star. I met him in Los Angeles when he was still in high school. Like he was the nicest kid. And and for that to happen was just so out of character is like I guess at what point do you not help a kid? Sure. Uh when he's in college, but at the same time he's also Well, you have to have eighteen years old. It was his eighteenth birthday, right? You have to have consequences to what you do. Sure. Which, absolutely. The perspective I and see this perspective I have out on this too, and I, I love the fact that and you know, I'd like to just a little bit deeper about the recruiting with yeah. him. As I also work with Kelly Gregg, yeah, who was very fond of Ray Rice, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so you know, whenever that goes yeah. down while we're working here at the station, just to see Kelly Gregg go through the, you'd never think that that dude would do that, sure, you would, and all that stuff. Sure. And so it's easy. I think the first thought for everybody is, is you don't want to believe it. Yeah, and it's like shock, and you almost are, you almost think, so what'd she say to him? Or what did she do to promote to yep. provoke this? Because he would never, yeah, you know. And you don't, yeah. you like go through a stage of denial. Both Ray Rice and Joe Mixon, yeah, both for a sure. similar situation. So I just, I don't know how we got. And I loved what we did though. Uh, but uh, the fact that you do die a little inside, having, well, just having to cover this, and it just sucks. We're the flagship station for Oklahoma yeah. football. So what are we supposed to do? Lamb based every single day. Well, that, and, that's and not good for your career. You, I no, and you, you got to move on at some point. Yep. And I know that's like it's that's kind of a harsh way to say it, but. I think for everybody, it's healthy to move on yeah. after you discuss it. At the end of the day, listen, and people, if you don't want to believe this, it's called a news cycle. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's our job to do what we do. We cover, we do whatever. Do we talk about certain things for ratings? Yes, we do. That's kind of what our job is supposed to be, and then it goes away. But uh, I do want to come back to you recruiting them a little bit. I mean, and I, you're relatively young. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, so, no, I was just kind of starting out because that was back in 2010, 2011. So I was just getting out of school myself. Think about this. Yeah. So this is kid is a sim- I guess 2012. Similar in age to you, Can't right? Remember. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you're two years uh, I'm than he 32. Is. So he was probably, I'm probably eight years older than he okay. is. I don't know. How old is he now? 23? So, I don't know. Never again. Look it up. There's no way he can only be 23. But you're seeing this kid. And, you know, like you said, this is one of your, your first things coming out and, and following this kid. And he was doing a great job. Twenty three. He was doing a great job recruiting other kids. Oh right? yeah. All well, it was stuff. a Jerry. We drove from. The, okay, so it would have been twenty twelve because we drove from New Orleans after OU beat Alabama. You maybe heard of it. Yeah. In the Sugar Bowl. I got a guy who works with. We me. drove from yeah. New Orleans to San Antonio the day that he committed to Oklahoma because he played in the U.S. Army game at the uh, in San Antonio at the Alamo Dome. What a nice we've, that, 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 we've always done that, it, too. It's, it's worked out to where it's like we've drove from Phoenix to San Antonio. God. It's awful. That's an awful drive. I would never why, recommend it. Why would you? Like, do you still road trip like that? Uh, not as much. <laughs> not as much just because we don't have to. I mean, it, the, it's worked out in the last couple of years where you can fly everywhere. 
Uh, our recruiting editor, Josh McQuishan, lives in Houston now, so he okay. does a lot of San Antonio stuff. Uh, I want to ask you a little bit about recruiting real quick because I don't get it. And well, I it's never it's, have gotten it. I understand the importance of it. Sure. To you know, to build a base sure. of excellence, you have to start with the players yeah. and the Johnnies and Joes. But it's it's How- changed more than ever, and I guess I, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this because I do work for Rivals.com, which our livelihood is made of high school recruiting. We're getting intimate, but at the same time, I think we've reached a point. Like, for instance, I just went to Orlando to cover our, our our Rivals camp. We have Rivals camps all over the country. You take, you know, the top performers from each one, and that's how you get invited to the five-star camp gotcha. that we have every summer in Atlanta. Uh, or at least we've kind of made Atlanta the home of it. Awesome stadium. Mercedes-Benz. Well, great strip cool. clubs. Yeah, and, yeah. and that. And that's good for 17-year-olds. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like you go interview these kids, and I think more than ever because there are so many people that, act as recruiting services or trying to write stories, mostly clickbait stories about these kids. They're just telling you anything that you want to hear. You're going through the same thing that our entire business is going through. No, it's it's changing. It's yeah. dramatically changing. Yes. Yeah. And it's going to be different from than it is in 2020 than it is in 2021 and 2022. To say I know which way it's going would be a lie. Like. Yep. I, I think that even you you look at any type of uh, you know medium or format of how people are consuming info right now, it's completely different than it was in 2018, yes, or 2017 or 2016. So yeah. uh, it, it's kind of an interesting time to be, I guess, in media yeah, just for the is. fact that you have to stay up to date with how people are consuming it. Well, you're okay. Here's the thing that that, that I can tell you that happens is you're competing with the everyday dude. Mm-hmm. You're competing with fans. Yeah. Remember we had the conversation, can sure. you still be a fan and cover or whatever? Sure. You have to know a line and sure. all that good stuff. Sure. Those days are gone. Yeah. You are sitting and competing right next to a dude who loves OU. Yeah. And like you said, we'll tell you anything. And everybody wants to, to make some money. And guess what? People are going to flock to, well, why am I going to listen to Eddie? Eddie's yeah. just telling me this guy's a three-star. Sure. He says he's a five-star. I want to listen to that guy. Sure. Yeah, no, there's a lot of that. No, it sucks. It and sucks. I, I, I don't know. And I do think, though, that at the same time, you're going to when you build a trust, when you build a rapport with somebody, you're going to turn back to that person. So, yeah, like when OU News breaks, uh, you know, Sooner Scoop might not be the, the first one on the scene, yep. but there is some type of uh, I don't know if it's like a trickle down effect, but there is like a, a certain amount of people that will say, OK, well. Has it been confirmed by insert name? Do you or know, has it been turned by who? Do you know what a debaser is? I don't think so. Okay, a debaser is somebody that it basically, it's uh, one step up from an anarchist. Okay. Right? So it's a, it, you don't want anarchy. Mm-hmm. But I consider you a debaser. Okay. I think that, and I'm going to ask you why, I think that you hate the status quo and how things are done. I don't hate it necessarily. But you, you definitely want to stick your dick in it. And mix it I up. want to see what's going on. Yes. For I, sure. Why do you hate the status quo? Why do you want to debase so bad? Because when I listen to you and I see the stuff mm-hmm. that you do, you, honestly, you have an axe and you want to chop down any like anybody that's standing up and like stands on their laurels. I think some of it is for dramatic effect. Be honest. I think I think some of it's for dramatic effect. I think the other part of it is is there is a sense of and especially in Oklahoma that just doing things the old-fashioned way is the way to do it. And there is plenty of evidence out there that would tell you otherwise. So I, I don't know. I mean, 
I've never had a problem saying if something is bullshit or if something I don't agree with. Yeah. And I think that that is certainly a way to live. I mean, I don't know. I It just, it, it seems like, I'm trying to think how to say this. There's an, there's an old guard in Oklahoma, particularly in the media market. Yes, there is. Uh, whether it be at other stations or here that they feel like, you know, at some point, the baton's going to have to be passed in a way. Like, don't you think? Or passed away. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. We have the privilege. You work with them mm-hmm. a lot more than I, I do, but I've known Mike mm-hmm. for years. Yeah. And you get to see, and Mike's a part of that old guard. Sure. He was right in the mix of everything, right? But he has definitely, and I'm not saying this just because I work with him every day, but he has been able to, even if he hasn't changed as much as maybe others have, it still connects with people. And I think at the end of the day, isn't that what we're trying to do is connect with people? He's always had a sense of humor about himself, and he doesn't take himself too seriously. And I think that that is probably where you open yourself up to uh, being able to do that, is if you can poke fun at yourself, if you can be, uh, oh, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Uh, Self-deprecating? Deprecating, yes, for sure, for sure. Because if you can't joke about it and you can't, like, laugh at yourself— you just become an asshole at the end of the day. We've never had this conversation, but I think you and I are locked. And I, you would never believe this probably until we had this conversation. No, I think that we're probably more same than we yes, are different. You are more in lockstep with me about taking down some of the trees in yeah. this area that's taken themselves ser- way too seriously for way too long. And in a really kind of, in a really kind of fucked up way, I'd say that I probably wouldn't come after some people more if they wouldn't. Uh, or if they just would be more welcoming. Does that yeah. make sense? It does. It absolutely does. So in a way, like sometimes I used to really rag on somebody in the Oklahoma media. It was more of a, and I, maybe this isn't the way to go about it, but it was more of a, <laughs> do you notice me yet? Yeah. yeah. You see me yet? Yes. I'm coming. Do you know? Okay. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a music fan, music snob mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Aficionado. Mm-hmm. Old rap. Mm-hmm. Artists used to do this, you know, battle records. Sure. Okay. And so an established Kool Mo D was attacked by LO Cool J. An established uh, Busy B was attacked by KRS One. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm getting super old and I'm. Yeah, hashtag- this is going yes. way over my head. Hashtags old. Way over my head. But you get this. No, I understand the what you mean. Established artists, another young and upcoming artist would battle them. On a record, and what happens, right? Yeah. The established artist gets their record sales, yeah. and the new guy gets his. It's almost like you're trying to earn respect through being negative. So it's not. Listen, it, it's not unprecedented. No, debasing. It's not. It's not taking uh, advantage of people. I don't think. But I think that, and, and why I notice you all the time too is you have a unique way of standing out. Sure. So does Four Hundred Five Magazine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How's that going? Uh. I don't know. I don't know if I can announce anything yet. Influence. You're up for influencer of the which year. I have no idea how that happened. Uh, with four other people that I have no clue. They yeah, are. I didn't either. So I have a I have a good feeling that I probably won, but we'll see. <laughs> not to, you're not gonna break anything. No, there's a good chance that I think there's probably a good chance that I won. You have a good chance. There's yes. a good chance you have a good chance. Which I think it kind of tickles me to death because I think like growing up or a couple years ago, if you would have told me that, I would have eaten it up. And now that I'm in that spot, it's like. I'm honored for sure that I was nominated or whatever by it, but See? I don't know. That's the hashtag old. You're starting to get that callous. I know. You're starting not I to know. feel the sensations are going away. It sucks. So, yeah. Hey, trust me. I know. It's part of the process, though, isn't it? Um. So the first time that we did radio, I'm almost positive, the first time we ever did radio, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, I'll throw some facts out there, and then one will really like make you laugh, okay? okay? 
the first time we ever did radio, Russell Westbrook had just signed his extension uh, to stay in Oklahoma City. They remember Kevin Durant left. They weren't sure. Yeah, I was out at a uh, Supercuts in okay. Shawnee. Okay. That's, okay. So that happened. I was on assignment. I used to go every Friday and do called a small school spotlight. That's right. And I would go do right. small school yeah. stuff, right? I was in Ellick, Oklahoma. Oh, boy. By the way, you haven't covered Oklahoma sports unless you know how to say it. I can't say that I've been to Ellick, Oklahoma. Oh, I've been there a they haven't had any. I don't know if we've had anybody in the Rivals database from Ellick. Uh, eight-man football? We is, need it. Oh, it's huge. Oh, Outside okay. of Ron L. Lewis. I bet they played Dewar at some point. By the way, they have this incredible like new basketball, like all kind of new money. Ellick does? Yeah, all kind of new money came into it. And, it's the like, new Piedmont. Oh, my gosh. It was New killer. Deer Creek. So, anyway. Okay, so you don't remember that? You don't remember that? You remember, do you remember, I do remember that. Do you know with Kobe Powell? Yeah. Also, I, I remember sitting there and doing the show while uh, that was the that that broke or whatever because it broke right at like three o'clock, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was like right during by, the middle of the about show, about two o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was also the first day of the uh, announcement that Gabe and Kelly and I were going to be doing a new show. Okay, they, so that maybe that's what it was. Yes, <laughs> I do remember that. They then. had just tossed the old guys. Okay, <laughs> and threw. You and Colby Powell mm-hmm. to host because we were in Shawnee. We were like way the f out there. <laughs> I ended up going to Tulsa to a high school game that night. So Powell calls me because I've been covering mm-hmm. the Thunder mm-hmm. to talk Russell Westbrook. Like, hey, we need you on. <laughs> we got to fill time. The true, the true question I had for the upper management, Buddy and Randy, am I still on the show? <laughs> you had to ask him that. Yes, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Because you never know. No. You never know. Especially in this business. Oh, my God. So the first time I worked. Congratulations. Well, I'm listening. Like, I'm listening to the, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, so are these guys going to replace Because it would have been during your time. It would have been 12 to 3. Yep. And I thought, so, okay, so these, Pal and Eddie Radosic, which are the new, because no one knew. I could could wake up every day at 1030. Uh, Well. I don't. Ten. I have kids. Well, that's true. So you see me tweeting at six o'clock. That's true. You, do you ever wonder why the hell I'm tweeting at six o'clock in the morning? No, I, I kind of know. I, I get it. I get it. And I think Kelly, if he did tweet, it would probably be up at oh, 4. four a.m. He's a, he's an early riser. Up ridiculous. At. So, uh, yeah, that was the first time that we. That's crazy. We did radio. When, well, so that was four years ago. Well, yeah, I get. I don't know. I try. He was here for three, and then hmm, 2017. So I guess three technically, three NBA basketball seasons. So how long have you how long have you been doing the morning show, D? Two years. Okay, uh, coming up on two years. It's so like one year, ten months. How do you like the gig? Brutally honest. I hate waking up every morning. <laughs> it's the worst. Do I love the radio? Do I love being around Mike and Jesse every sure, morning? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. So it is kind of like a, I guess, a selfish thing. But in the back of my mind, I also think like, this is what you've wanted. So is it worth it to get up at? you know, whatever time. And yeah, it is like I'll, people, I always tell people like if I, if I didn't want to do it, I wouldn't, or I wouldn't have agreed to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But like, I'm not being bound by contract to make me get up every morning. I am in a way, but at the same time, like I would have figured out a way to get out of it by now. If look, I didn't want to do it. Do you look over at Mike and think, Oh my God, how have you, how have you done this this damn long? Every morning. Oh my God. Every morning. Oh, it's but it's a, he's a machine now. What do you uh, What do you start your day off with? Coffee? What do you got? Some donuts? Coffee. Yeah, yeah I, I I stop at a place on the way in every morning. Get coffee. Methamphetamines. <laughs> I wish I need it some mornings. Like tonight, <laughs> tomorrow will be the worst night or the worst morning just because you the eight o'clock basketball game. Yeah, it's killer. Yeah, it's killer. It, it's worse than football because at least you have Sunday to 
kind of sweep it off on Saturdays, or yep. I mean Sundays, from to recover from Saturdays. Basketball games, I'll get out of there tonight at, you know. 11? 11. That's probably being generous. Yeah. I'd say 11.15. Because you stay for the post game and yeah. then you cut stuff. And, and then I got to cut it up. And yeah. I'll get, if I'm in bed by midnight, that's a good turnaround. So I will take a nap today. Like I've, I've gotten used to the nap. I, I'll, which is. I almost apologize. An interesting. But I don't really. No, today? Yeah. Oh, no. I'm, I'll, I'll go to sleep around 11. Get a chance to wrap that up. Get up around two. Fantastic. Yeah. This is fun. No, it is. So it is fun. Um, it, it's just different. It's the whole thing is uh it's it's Mike says it all the time, but it's a it's a lifestyle. It change. is a lifestyle. Because I went from being the guy that was three AM, three thirty in the morning, sleep till, you know, ten thirty, eleven and start my day. Now nowadays I'm done at nine AM. And you, I don't have to go back down to Norman until like today, I won't go down there until probably six. You find yourself, you think in your mid thirties, you're going to be having the uh, early uh, early supper, four o'clock, four thirty. I've gotten I've gotten fish. closer and closer to it, but I try not to anymore. <laughs> or I try not to. Sure, just because because you. Give I don't want to. I don't want to give in. You've given at that point, but at some points, sometimes you got to do eat it. Six, <laughs> six is about the the earliest I'll eat. Six is good. Yeah, six is solid. You're, you're still a normal person at six. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But even at like nine o'clock, it's like you start counting down. Like, all right, if I get in bed now, I'm sleep by ten. That means I'll get West, six hours. West Coast uh, thunder trips worst. Ta- oh, awful, awful. Right. There's nothing I, mean, I can do about it. At least they don't mean anything this year. Well, I mean, Golden, Golden State sucks. Sacramento sucks. That's true. They all they haven't had. They I feel like they haven't had any. Here recently, or at least when they have, they've been on the week uh, weekend nights. Yep. And Thursday, suck it up. <laughs> you can suck it up on Fridays. All right, so this Intimate with TV is Jerry. It's my last subject I'm going to have with you. No one, you don't talk about this on Twitter. I've never heard anybody talk to you about this. It's Intimate with TV's Jerry, Eddie. Okay. How do you get intimate? Is this something that interests you at all? Are you one of those dudes that a wife is going to come someday? I've always uh, just thought that it's just going to happen. You know? Like, it's not college anymore, so I'm not hanging around the bars or anything. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I guess in a way, like, to be honest, it's something that I've sacrificed uh, in a way. Just because I – you can't, like, you know, I, I, I would think that there's a lot of people that during the football season, that's a that's a score big. Spend some spend an entire Saturday with somebody down in Norman or Stillwater and bag it up, you know? Can't really do that when you're working every weekend. <laughs> Can't really do that on the weeknights when you got to get up at four thirty. Uh, is it? I mean, is this a, is this a topic you think about, or am I just like rub it? Like, I mean, no. Okay. I mean, how about this, Matt Burton? Mm-hmm. I, you know Matt Burton, mm-hmm. uh, Matt underscore Burton twenty two, who spends a lot yeah. of time with it. I always, I always make fun. He's a young kid, good yeah. looking kid, bartender. So you know that sure. every now and then he cashes sure. in. Sure, uh, but I always say he's single on purpose. I think to an extent, you almost. I, I'm not going to say you have to be, but it. It is tough. And I I say tough. Like, I don't know if I'm necessarily at a stage of my life where I'm absolutely looking to settle down. But to say that, I don't think jealousy is the right word, but I have a bunch of buddies now that are getting into the yep. the family business, into the parenting business. Yep. And, you know, I, I guess in a way it kind of does suck that their kids are going to grow up together. You know what I mean? I, 200% I do, So. Yes. I had two. I had two different families, and and maybe it, maybe it's selfish though of me it's to, not. to think that like this is what I want to be doing. 
at the same time. And I don't have time for that side of it. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Uh, listen, I know I'm going to sound like Joel Olstein here. Yeah. In a second. You can well, have, he's the worst. You can, you can have. Oh, he's all. Are you kidding me? Uh, what a gig this guy has. Right? Uh, he can open, Close your doors he anytime can, a hurricane he hits can, Houston. Hey, he's hanging out with Kanye West. This, yeah, that's probably. I don't know. I don't know if I want to be hanging out with Joel Osteen. You know what? He just does well in his business. Sure. You just don't agree with his business. Sure. Uh, you can have it all, though. Mm-hmm. But it just, like you say, boy, you have to spread thin. Yeah. I was doing stand up comedy, mm-hmm. radio, and some of the TV stuff, like a ton. And my wife told me at one point, you, can, you need to slow down. Yeah. I don't. I'm still doing TV. I still do this. I do. You just had to learn how to. You have a good mix of it. Yeah. Well, you had to learn how to. Sp- like, bro, I am spread. Yeah. I am spread quite thin. Yeah. And, and I feel like I'm spread, but I'm really not at the same time. Uh, and then I had Madison Morris on before this. Mm-hmm. You know, the, before uh, mm-hmm. yours. So I asked her this question. I'm gonna ask you this question. It's not that hard to get a date now, though, isn't it? Just don't you just pick up your phone and. I think you could. I'm too old to have been able to do that. Mm-hmm. I used to go, you know, I had to do it the old-fashioned way. Go get mm-hmm. a girl drunk in a bar. Yeah. So, and I'm sure that, yeah. that that's, you know. If- I would say with the social media media apps out there, uh, or the dating apps out there, that, yeah, you probably could. Uh, do I? No. I don't. And that's weird because she does okay, she doesn't either. Mm-hmm. And I just think the perspective of. I think it's personality. I think, the- I think it comes down to a, per, a type of personality. Like, I have a couple of buddies that they have no problem. Hollering at people in their DMs on yeah. uh, Bumble or Tinder or yeah. whatever, and they're just completely open with that. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm as 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 public as I am. Yep. Very private. I get that. I totally get that. Uh, but wouldn't you, someone who's as uh, much into recruiting as you, couldn't you just like use it like that? I mean, I could, guess you could. You could put folders yeah. as your you know your five star DMs. No, you your could. Four star, right? I could. I would think. That- I just don't. And I think that that is the private side. I don't know why. That's, yeah. That's, I don't know why. Maybe you need to figure that out. Maybe you can come on again and we can talk about why. I know. How about I that? I will. You want to do that? I've had fun. How about this? Next time you come on, we'll get you one Tinder date. <laughs> you can go on it. And, It'll have to be during the summer. And tell it can't be and, during football season. And then you can tell us, right, how that, like, what, like this girl was great, but yeah. I wasn't going to open up. And, well, that stage of my life might be coming. I don't know. We'll never know. <laughs> You know how we'll you, see. You know how you know? It's called a tease. Now the chick. The chick is the one that gets you. You don't have a choice. I think, yeah. I, I at some point there will be a day where that happens, but I wouldn't be married. Right now it's just different. I wouldn't be married to anybody but Mrs. Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Just know that. Mm-hmm. If it is any other any other skirt walking around, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have a ring on my finger. It's just it it's different. Her. But yep. it is fun. I do enjoy what we do. Eddie Radosovich. Thank you so Absolutely. Thank much you. It's been fun. For being into Had a good time. That was awesome. That was absolutely awesome. I mean, it was. All right. Eddie Rudolph is joining me. I am TV's Jerry. You're welcome. Uh, remember, subscribe, like, comment, tell your mom, do all that great stuff, and uh, get ready. Uh, more intimate with TV's Jerry coming up next.